we said. The Press Box. Here we are again inside the Press Box, welcoming you in. Mike Grace from my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers. Glad to have you here for the Press Box podcast, where we offer up just a slice of what you can hear each and every weekday on great radio stations around the state of Alabama. Want to find out where? Well, visit the website. That's PressBoxRadio.com. There you can find the affiliates page and to find the station nearest you on the episodes page. Hear the show on demand hour by hour or simply press the listen button to hear this show anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is PressBoxRadio.com and the PressBox Radio Show. Our podcast version talking to Bruce Pearl for Auburn basketball. Yes, college basketball, the season just a couple of weeks away. And Coach Pearl, kind enough to join us to talk a little bit about the upcoming season. Chris Stewart, obviously, is our hoops expert, being the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide men's basketball program. So it's Chris who has the first question for head coach Bruce Pearl. I know a lot of places it may not mean anything. Uh, these preseason rankings, their their guesses, their they're just estimations, but in the state of Alabama, man, it's really nice to see Alabama and Auburn right there in the top 25. Well, it is. And for, you know, for Auburn and uh, Alabama to be ranked in the top 25 for Andy Kennedy to be at, you know, UAB and having that program going, they're going, they got it going at South Alabama and, and, and Troy and, and, and Samford and North Alabama. I'm just telling you college basketball in our state, uh, is really strong, and, and we'll see at the end of the year whether you can make the statement that's uh, never been stronger. Right, and, and you and I have talked about this before when you really when you first got to Auburn that that's kind of where the standard was, the mid-'80s, when all those programs you just mentioned yep. were all really good. Uh, some of those you mentioned were at different levels but were at a championship level, and – I, I know you believed it could happen, but have you been surprised at all by the level of interest for basketball as your program and what's happened in Tuscaloosa and the others have have caught up? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think, I think uh, look, you know, when you look back in the day and you look at uh, Wimp Sanderson and, and, and Sonny Smith and Gene Bartow, it makes sense. And so I think – you know, I, I think I, I, the coaching uh, in our league, in our, in our in our state, is really, really good. Um, and I don't know that there's been a, a, a the the high school quality, the high school talent has gotten that much better. I just think the programs have gotten better, the interest has gotten stronger, the support's gotten stronger, and um, and and as a result, uh, you know, we're we're all in a, you know in a, in, a, in a more competitive place. And you know, I think I think this year in college basketball. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. I think there's a, there's, I don't, I don't know that there is a true favorite, uh, to, to, to win the thing. Um, you know, UCLA and Gonzaga and a couple of those teams that return a bunch of people have obviously got some advantages, but I, I think this year there could be 30 or 40 teams that are capable of getting to the final four this year. And you talk about guys with returning talent, you know, I, I watched it, Tennessee, seen you here, uh, saw you when you were in Milwaukee, uh, even though I didn't know much about how your team was built at that time, but certainly since you've been in the SEC. I can't figure out when you're more dangerous, Bruce. Is it when you got veterans, or is it when you got to flip the roster and you put these guys together and you start getting them to buy in and believe at a level that nobody else thinks they can? Well, I, 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 would, I would say that historically – uh, I've been better when we've had uh, some some returning players. I, I I just think that 
there are real advantages to having been through some things together and, sure. and had some experiences and, and, uh, um, but you know, the, the challenges now with, you know, guys I've had, you know, four players in the last three years be either one and done or, 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 or two and done. And, you know, that's, that's a lot of turnover in a very short period of time. And so you add that with the transfer portal. And, um, and so therefore most of these rosters are, you know, flipped and turned over. Um, but, but I would say that my teams have traditionally been more successful uh, when we've had more experience. You got a guy coming in that I know he's new to your program, but especially in this day and age with new guys coming in every year, every place, um, somebody like Walker Kessler, who's, who's been at a place where basketball is so big, comes into a league and a program where you guys have, have been to a Final Four. You, you guys know what it's like to compete and win championships. But he seems like somebody that can walk in and be a major, major factor, not just on the floor, but in the locker room as well. Yeah, no, I mean, look, Walker is a guy that's, um, you know, that we, we're, we're excited about. Um, he's a unique talent. Um, you know, I've never had a seven footer, let alone somebody that's seven one and can step out of the perimeter and, and shoot the three ball. And, um, you know, it's going to, it's, it's going to be fun to be able to play call with him and, and do different things with him. And he's a great kid and, and he's, and he's a really, really hard worker and, um, just, just really unusual. I mean, he's, he's going to play in the NBA. Um, and, uh, because that's where the game is sort of heading, um, we did a ton of work to get Walker when the first time around, I mean, he, we really thought he was coming to Auburn. Uh, and then his last visit after we kind of had beaten Duke and Virginia and Michigan and Gonzaga and everybody else. Uh, and his last visits to North Carolina, and he goes out there and, and of course it's hard not to fall in love with Roy Williams and uh, the Tar Heels. Um, but, but Walker's coming home and uh, he lives in Noonan, Georgia, about an hour and 15 minutes away family's got a place down at Lake Martin and uh, it's, it's just, it's great to have him in our program. Alan Flanagan's kind of a uh, guy though, that you've got to have, don't you? Because of, of what he brings. And I, I talk about the locker room, but he helps you on the floor, but he seems like the kind of kid that other guys really respect and, and lean on from that leadership standpoint. Well, I think, you know, at, at, when, when you're looking at, okay, what kind of run can this team make? Um, then when you potentially are taking off, you know, he was preseason first team all conference. He was the fourth leading scorer returning for us. He was our, he was our most experienced player. This being his third year. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, so he's potentially your best player. And, uh, and then all of a sudden he's not there. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, he's scheduled to come back in the middle of December uh, he had a right Achilles, uh, right foot injury. He's a left-handed player, so he puts his grip, leg in the ground with that right foot all the time. And uh, you know how what, what when he comes back, what is he going to be like? And 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 you 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 can bet you can bet I'm not going to rush him um, right. to get back. And so that's just going to be a, a a situation where um, we won't know. And and yes, whether we have Alan Flanagan or not. You know, could could be it will be a, de- a deciding factor in 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 how uh, how good this team is. 
So I'm talking to Bruce Pearl, obviously, here inside the press box. You don't just replace that, but you do have talent. You got and you got numbers. And whether it's uh, Wendell Green, whether it's Katie Johnson, but certainly uh, Jabari Smith, who who helps your program just because of the profile. Uh, one of the the highest ranked recruits the program's ever had. Those are pieces that that I know have you excited to try to build with. No, there's no question. Uh, and one of the one of the great things about having built our program to the point where we're able to recruit and and uh, uh, be a place where where kids want to come and 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 try to win championships and try to live their dreams of of playing at a high level uh, and get an Auburn education. We've got some depth. And so, you know, guys like uh, Devin Cambridge or, or, or Chris Moore, um, like you said, Katie Johnson, those are all guys that can play that off-guard position like Al um, and, and are going to be able to fit, you know, fill in really, really well. So we do, fortunately, had some depth at the position and some quality at the position and some experience at the position. And you mentioned, you know, Shabari Smith. Shabari Smith is, uh, you know, one of the top ten freshmen in the country. Again, right down the street in Atlanta, uh, he is uh, a six foot ten prototype forward uh, in the NBA. A great shooter. Uh, he he's just an, a real hard worker. Uh, got a high basketball IQ. Uh, our fans are going to really enjoy, you know, watching Jabari. And and when you see him in person, you'll realize why he why he's got a chance to be a lottery pick next year. Uh, and he's, he's already my hardest worker. He's put on 25 pounds since he got here in June, uh, which is what part of what he came here to do. That's part of what we do here at, at Auburn and developing players. And uh, he is, uh, he, he's, he's, he's going to be fun to watch. And he's a great teammate. And our guys are really excited and happy for him. While he's trying to be a pro, he's also trying to help us win championships. And, and, and it's a beautiful thing. Last thing before we let you run, because I know you're you're short on time. You open November ninth against Moorhead State. We'll we'll talk about your schedule another time. But uh, saw a tweet that you you sent out today. Dick Vitale has meant a lot to the game, to say the least. Now that's an understatement. But one of the things I've always appreciated about you is is frankly the kindness you you show other people and in, in uh, reaching out as so many have in the basketball community supporting Dick Vitale as he's got his cancer battle going on again right now. Um, just that's a dude we need back on the mic. We need him back healthy quick as possible. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, you know, bringing that up. You know, why, why do, why do, why do bad things happen to good people? You know, there's a dark force out there and Dick's done more uh, to raise money and awareness for pediatric cancer research than anybody uh, than I can even think of. Uh uh, he's got a real passion for it. And so, you know, what happens? He goes and gets cancer twice this year. Uh, and the second one now is, is the real deal. Um, but he's got great care and he's got a great attitude. He's in, thank God he's in really good health. And, um, you know, you know, Dick's done an amazing job, um, you know, trying to, since, since he lost his friend, Jimmy B, he's been involved in that fight against cancer. And, you know, um, here at Auburn, you know, we've got our outlive program. That's Auburn basketball's fight against cancer. And the best way to outlive cancer is to detect it early. And, uh, and so by bringing it up, it's just a reminder for all of your listeners to get checked. Guys know what we need to get checked at certain ages in our lives. 
Um, women know what they need to get checked at certain days of their lives. And then if you've got some sort of a suspicion about something, go in and get checked. Because if you detect it early, you'll die of something else. And, and that's a really important message. And uh, we're trying to get that message out. The second thing about our Olive program is this. Um, you know, right now we're raising about $100,000 a year in the Outlive program. But every single penny of that money goes to a cancer patient, about 95% here in the state of Alabama, um, who's fighting cancer, who's got to pay bills, who's, who's, who's got uh, a mortgage payment to make, uh, who's out of work uh, and, 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 and got to go get chemo and radiation. And, 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 and so the, the money is not for Outlive. Excuse me. It's not for research. It's for patients. And, and so, um, folks can go on outlive.com and contribute, uh, the Bruce Pearl family foundation and a hundred percent of every dime we get, we give. And, um, so appreciate you guys bringing that up. Uh, yeah, we tip it off, uh, next week. We have an exhibition. We have a, let's say tomorrow night, Friday night, we've got a blue and orange scrimmage in a squad scrimmage after the volleyball game. Got a huge weekend on campus this weekend with Ole Miss in town, uh, for football. Uh, and the next Friday we, we open up against Southern Indiana, uh, at Auburn Arena. And uh, ready or not, here it comes. November 9th, the official opener for all of college basketball. Looking forward to that as we get to college hoops going. Still in the midst of the college football season. Should be fun. Our thanks again to Coach Bruce Pearl of the Auburn men's basketball program and to my partners Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers. Mike Grace reminding you that a couple things you can do if you like the podcast. You can subscribe to us, like us, review us, and if you pass our uh, little info on to a friend, that would be fantastic. They can find us wherever they find their Apple or Google podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Simply search Pressbox Radio 1. That's Pressbox Radio and the number one to find the Pressbox podcast. Until next time, Mike Grace for Chris Stewart, J.D. Byers. We'll see you again soon inside the Pressbox.